0: it's happening again welcome to work cookie Dot com.
1: Welcome, I'm Dr. Jeremy Lookaball, Industrial Organizational Psychology Consultant and Workplace Communication and Negotiation Coach. Also, we have Tom Bradshaw with us, a voice and speech coach and a damn good actor too. He is the official voice and speech coach for the industrial organizational psychology community.
2: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to day three of the CBOC virtual convention. Uh, Here we are, and I'm quite excited about what we're about to do because we're going to bring some of our expert panel forward. Uh, There's been some great questions over the last uh, two days, and now is your opportunity to actually reach out to some of us and ask us specific questions. So, Jeremy, who's on the lineup this morning? All right, very good. So, quick edit on on the show notes. So these are our
1: Pathfinder. So these are going to be our Pathfinder members to be able to talk about their experience with Seabock. And we have Rich Cruz, Nick Kruger, Megan Malone, Maria Valles, Jeannie McCoy, Lee Krausen, who's now an expert member, and Greg Russell as well. So, for those of you I just named, feel free to just raise, like you know, just keep raise your hand for when you want to talk. So, just fight each other in terms of getting in. That way, Tom will know who's next, and Tom will be able to moderate appropriately. But they're going to talk about so with the CBOG membership. We always with the Pathfinder memberships, especially these are for your if you're a student or if you're in an early career. Uh, early career I.O. or still looking for your first job in the I.O. field, we all we we find ways based on individual needs to I, I think even. Well, actually, let me just stop there, because that's why you all are here to talk instead of me talking about your experience. So let's have Nick go first. And then, Tom, uh, after Nick, it's all you. All right.
3: Good morning. How are we doing this morning today? Good. Uh,
1: How are yeah, you doing, so Nick?
3: Yeah, the Pathfinder uh, membership has been a fantastic thing for me. I think as I heard in the expert panel the other day, I sort of stumbled into it and a connection on LinkedIn led to a conversation, led to a fantastic opportunity to plug into a community that knows the field that we're in, knows the ideas that we have aren't crazy, and really gives you the confidence to kind of take it and run with it. As far as my experience with with being a pathfinder, it's it's been a very good one. Um, I found it shortly before or after graduation uh, with my master's online, and kind of felt like I was out on an island because I didn't get a ton of connection with my my graduate program. Everybody was kind of flying in, doing their assignments, flying out, and so there wasn't a ton of a ton of connection there. And so to be able to, to plug in with a bunch of of I O uh, or I O curious types was very much a good thing. A lot of great benefits. Uh, The first is the monthly call, which I am currently the moderator of. It has varied a lot in the last year and a half that I've been a part of it. Um, Most of the time, it feels part therapy session for people who are trying to figure out their next career move, figuring out whether they want to get a certification, figuring out education. And it's been really exciting to see folks act on that. Um, You know, the experiments that we've all tried see those come to fruition, things like that. Uh, And the other benefit with the Pathfinder Pro is a monthly call with one of the experts, one-on-one, 30 minutes, undivided attention, um, and it's been fantastic. You've got the opportunity to get a bunch of different perspectives on what it means to be a consultant, what it means to be an HR, what it means to be um, in any various niche of I.O. and just the, the resources that are there uh, to take advantage of to come together with other people in a similar spot to, to compare notes. You know, I talked with Dr. Jeremy. He told me this based on this situation. Hopefully that'll help you. So, being able to stretch the value of those monthly calls to help yourself and other people that you do really get to know, it takes a little longer via screen, but those monthly calls, you really do build that community with seeing those faces and understanding situations as best you can.
2: Uh, let me ask you, Nick, because you know, like a lot of the people in the panel this morning, you've participated in the Work Cookie podcast. So what has work cookie meant to you? That's
3: been a unique experience. Like I love jumping on and my intention is always, well, I'm just going to listen and, and see what happens. And inevitably I get swept up in the conversation and when I throw my two cents in, there's there's value in it for me and hopefully for the conversation. And through those conversations, I have added to them and been added to with with feedback and with just being able to be a part of it. And even though, you know, the Pathfinder is the the early career membership, there's never been sort of, no, you're not allowed to speak. You know, the the adults are talking. You just listen. Uh, But really being invited to participate fully and express, you know, the views that I have from from where I'm sitting at a particular time, whether it was job seeker and now being in a spot where I'm applying IO in a slightly different industry than it usually gets applied to.
2: Nice. Nice to know you're expanding it out there. Uh, Thank you very much for sharing. Uh, Maria, let's go to you. Uh, You want to tell us a little bit about who you are and your experience.
4: Thank you so much. I was actually feeling cheated when we weren't going to have Tom start the session with his wonderful voice. So glad that you were able to do that, Tom. Thank you, uh, Jeremy, for the invitation. So I came I'm actually a healthcare worker. I've been in healthcare operations for over 30 years, a late life learner and have a bachelor's in healthcare management, uh, which was acquired just a couple of years ago. And um, I thought I'd never go back to school, but I got the itch and I knew I didn't want to do an MBA. I knew I didn't want to do an MHA, but I needed to find something where, where it was a hand in glove Bit and I found an MS and IO program that really intrigued me because for the first time in my life, I felt like I could relate to something. So I signed up after talking to some advisors and, and doing some research. And then I was looking for some podcasts just so that I could become familiar, more familiar with what was being done in the industry, if you will. And I, I came across the Work Cookie podcast and I took a listen. And the first one I thought was a fluke because the conversations were just so natural. You know, I I tell Dr. Jeremy all all the time when we speak that the one thing that led me to continue uh, to participate is that it's not egocentric. There are people who are so smart, so valuable, but they respect each other. And just as um, was said earlier, you don't feel like an outsider when you're talking with these people. I didn't. I never planned on going on live and um, being part of that public speak. For those that that know me, they you know I'm chatty, but mostly out of nervousness. Public speaking is not my thing. The one thing that has hindered my professional growth, if you will, I'm a trainer. I can train without being afraid because I know the stuff. But uh, public speaking is a little difficult for me and. Work cookie has gotten me out of that shell and I then became a member through the Pathfinder program and since someone asked yesterday um, about the waitlist I will say that no that the, the waitlist is not a, an elitist type of waitlist uh CBOX, very intentional I looked um at their member their expert member panel from the time that I became a member 6 months 6 to 8 months ago to now they've added some wonderful experts. Over time, they want to make sure that when you become a member, they that you are, feel valued, that you feel valued, that you feel validated. You're not just a number. I'm a member in another organization. I've never gotten a phone call. I've never had an appointment to, um, you know, ask me who I am. I still get benefit out of that particular society, but it's not the same. So waitlists are not elitists. For all situations, I think it's a great thing that they are really being careful about uh, wanting to provide attention where attention is due, and then the sense of community. To me, community is very important. We should hope to leave a legacy of being able to be active members in our communities and making those communities grow. I dare say that I now have friends that I have met through Seabark, and you know they've just helped me grow and. I was not a LinkedIn user. My, my, um, my contact list has grown exponentially as recently as last night. To me, it's, it's always um, an honor when a young person reaches out to connect with me and then also messages me and asks me questions about my career. So I'm hoping that in time, I will also be on that expert member list when I graduate and when I've been able to set my foot and in the meantime, um, I know that I'll continue to be proud of good things.
2: Well, thank you very much for sharing with us. That's a great story, um, Greg. Let's go to you next, and we—I don't think we've ever met, but I'm already noticing you've got sound wall behind you, so I'm already intrigued.
5: So, tell us a bit about yourself and your journey. So, my name is Greg. I am currently a master's student. I'm attending Bellevue online. I am nowhere near Nebraska physically, so I've never met any of the faculty or my current cohort in person. Uh, which is actually what brought me here. Bellevue is very strong about the concept of networking. So we're required in all of our classes to submit a networking journal. And when I was starting that for my first grad course, I looked at what I could get involved with in terms of IO psychology organizations. And there were two that I found, PSYOP and CBOC. I joined both, PSYOP, has not been very helpful for my networking journey thus far because they're not doing things online like CBOC is. CBOC, on the other hand, has been very helpful for my networking journey because there are myriad resources that I have now as a Pathfinder member, such as the monthly calls. I would like to say that for people that might be intimidated by the jump in price, I think it's a difference of like $20. Um, think of it like an investment in yourself. That's how I see it right now. I'm an older student. I'm currently trying to go through a career change. I've been working in security for the last 15 years after I got out of the Air Force, and now I want to move into HR. So for me, being able to talk with Box experts uh, about that has been invaluable. Uh, Tom, you are right. We have yet to meet. You are one of the experts I still have yet to reach out to because with the monthly calls, frankly, there are so many people to choose from. I think you could probably make at least a year out of trying to talk to, if you wanted to speak to one expert once a month for about a year, you could probably do that right now. So there's definitely a lot of value in who you can talk to. And I would encourage anybody that's thinking about starting their networking journey to join us here as Pathfinder members. So Tom, do you have any questions that I can help answer right now? Uh, I think I'm kind of rambling because I don't really have a prepared speech, but that's who I am in a nutshell and what I find valuable about CBACC. Well, you're doing a great job. And actually, I do have a question because,
2: you know, I've noticed there's a lot of students that have been joining us over the first couple of days. So what is it like being a student and coming to this event and, you know, meeting and being able to connect? You know, especially I'm I'm hoping that it gives you some clarity
5: for when you graduate or putting you on the track to really find your niche. Absolutely. There are a lot of niches with IO psychology that you could find yourself in. And you might even be in an IO program as somebody who's adjacent to IO, like an HR professional. For me, I've learned a lot already about taglines that have never come across my mind as a security professional. So I had my most recent member call with Linda Ann, and that was because Dr. Lukabaugh suggested... When I mentioned I was interested in moving into HR, that she would be an excellent person to talk to. And talking to Linda Ann, I found out employee engagement based on the words that I was saying to her employee engagement is what interests me the most. So right. that's given me a tagline that I can now look more into because before that, I, sure, I could Google some unrelated terms and hope that that led me to something. But now I have an idea of where I can focus more. And that has helped me because what I'm a student. I've still got about a year to go before I graduate. I'm not looking to make any moves right now necessarily. I mean, if I could find an HR position, sure, I would transfer into it, but I've got time. So I'm trying to, as a student, take that time to figure out what my plan is for when I graduate. I don't want to be done with my master's and then find out, oh, I haven't had any idea. I haven't looked into this at all. I haven't given any thought to what I want to do. And now I'm starting this mind-boggling journey. Where do I begin? I want to try my best to get that accomplished while I'm still in school so that when I graduate, that's already been done and I already know what I want to do, if that makes sense. Totally makes sense. And, you know, c- congratulations to finding Seabock
2: and getting involved. And it sounds like it's working for you. So congratulations.
5: Uh, Absolutely. And I just like to make clear that I, I'm not paid at all. I'm not a <laughs> person who works for Seabock behind the scenes. I think it's a great resource. So again, if anybody is interested in talking about it, please feel free to DM me uh, here on LinkedIn, wherever you might find me. I also have been trying to attend Lee Croson's networking groups. So for anybody who hasn't been there before, those are a great resource outside of CBAC even. A lot of people that are there are affiliated with CBAC, like Lee himself. But if you are interested in networking outside of a three-day event like this, Find his events. They're on LinkedIn. He'll have a link to them. They're very informative. They're usually about three hours or so in length once a week. And there's a lot of information there, too. So, four out of five grad students recommend Seabuck.
2: Uh, Jeannie, thank you very much, Greg. Jeannie, let's go to you.
6: Um, so, I'm Jeannie McCoy. Um, I came to CBOC at a time when I was just graduating from my master's. I had started using some of my knowledge to do the things at work and ended up causing a conflict because I was not in that role. So searching for solutions, I signed up for SIOP and that was helpful, but not as helpful as um, other things. Paid money for professional resume. I paid for professional coaching, um, which directed me to networking on LinkedIn. And that led me to Dr. Destiny which I have a lot of um, admiration and respect for because she has been very helpful in navigating my conflict and also directing me to how to network. I went to Psyop, I met Destiny. Um, she had an amazing networking group and uh, led me to a couple of people there. And then Dr. Jeremy also has been amazing. I actually went to the work cookie. I did all my other things before coming to the Pathfinder. Um, so Don't take me as an example, but did a lot of research. I felt like this was just yet another cost. I was very reluctant to join. However, I will say this was the best thing I could have done for myself. Because the 30-minute consultation, um, as I said before, it helped me navigate my conflict. Jasmine Kelly helped me with interview questions. Devin helped me with my resume. Talking to Tom and still working on some of the things he gave me. He's amazing. I do things that can uh, turn people off when they're talking to me or, you know, different things like that. So I'm working on that. Lee has been an amazing source of support with his IO pop-up group. I've met people there that um, are amazing, you know. So going to PSYOP with an intention to work, I I met a really good friend, Brandy. Um, She was very successful. We were very successful because we played our strengths and weaknesses (laughs) with each other at PSYOP. Also great supports like Megan, Christina Walsh, Penny O'Connor, Rich Ward, Ashley Wilson. I mean, my point is, all of these people that I've met, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to meet without the CBOC. So that's me in a nutshell.
2: Well, thank you very much for that. And um, we're going to go to you next, Megan. But before we do, Jeremy, um, I think we should just pause for a second and talk a little bit about PSYOP. Because here at CBOC, we're not (laughs) anti-PSYOPs. (laughs) <laughs> but part of the reason that you started CBOC was that there are gaps. No organization can really sort of you know take care of everything. They're very academic minded, and you wanted to start something which was much more practical. And I see you grinning, so I'm going to go to you. <laughs> I'm grinning because Destiny's laughing because I never talk
1: about PSYOP. Everyone's like, "You're in competition with PSYOP. I'm like, we're not in competition. With so I base I, I actually have very little to nothing to say. <laughs> And uh, Stephanie, she's even, Destiny's even wiping her eyes. So you got <laughs> you got her eyes watering. That's how hard, you got her laughing that hard. I just I just never talk about PSYOP because there's no, there's people think we're in competition, we're not. The reason seabock was started was just was simply to fill in the gaps that we believed were out there. Uh, Destiny, would you like this? <laughs> you, so I, yeah, I, I, guys,
7: I will say, I will say, honestly, uh, I'm laughing for many reasons. If, <laughs> if you didn't notice Jeremy's face, And it was in the best way. I love it. Uh, The reason I'm laughing so hard is because we have these conversations often in like a really like nonchalant way where it's like, well, this was never the intention. And and honestly, our intention here is to compliment, honestly, those organizations, those affiliations, those associations, because we like I'm part of SIOP. I'm part of SEBOC. I have a lot of, you know, I'm a committee member for the Military Veterans Inclusion Committee. I find great value in SIOP. I find great value in CBOK, but they're very different. So our goal is to complement those associations and to, you know, in some cases, some people say it's filling a void. Well, depending on how you show up at SIOP, it might not be filling a void for you. So just depends once again. So I just love that you threw him like that. Uh, That was the best. I think I'm still going to be laughing later and I'll share a drink over it with him later too. So thanks for that, Tom.
2: You're very, very welcome. Made my day. (laughs) <laughs> we
1: love our SIOP, by the way for everyone we do love SIOP, and it is like destiny said no matter what organization you join it's how much effort you put in to to the resources that that they provide
2: so yeah i'll just leave it at that prob- we, we love our smart absolutely probably, probably a smart business move to be a member of both organizations um with that taken care of megan let's go to you
8: good day everyone uh, i'm megan malone i'm so happy to be here thank you for um having me All right. So like a lot of us, I graduated with my master's degree and I just felt, what's the word? Very almost isolated, kind of lonely. I didn't know anyone in the IO field. I didn't really know how to break into the IO world with being in the social work field. So it was a little bit scary. I graduated mid-pandemic, so there wasn't a whole lot of volunteer or internship opportunities. So I just started playing around on LinkedIn, kind of like I don't remember who said it at first. Maybe it was Nick. You said you were you found Seabok just kind of on a whim, right? So I had done the same thing, checked out the website, thought it maybe was too good to be true, got on this the signup list, and I was admitted pretty quick to the uh to the membership. Once I became a Pathfinder member, I was really overwhelmed in a positive way, in the most positive way. I was exposed to a lot of different networking. I met so many individuals, um, whether it was expert members, whether it was other Pathfinder members. I still have really close relationships with a lot of them, and I just, my life has been forever changed since joining CBOC. So I would love to just point out the inclusion, the belonging, the community that comes about from CBOC, and then the opportunity too. If you ask CBOC something, they will deliver. So an example was I had reached out about possible volunteer opportunities. And Dr. Jeremy had reached out and said, here, reach out to these few people, see what they can offer. And from there, I was able to essentially land an internship that I'm still in now with the Bridgify group. And I have just completely transformed since 2020. I joined CBAC in 2022. So it was about a two-year gap of where I wasn't using my degree. And from February of 2022 until now, I just, I can't even explain how much I've grown as a practitioner. And I attribute a lot of that to CBOK in helping me find uh, my path, the Pathfinder membership. A lot of insight comes from CBOK and the the members, those one-on-ones that you get. I think my first one was with Dr. Destiny and she was able to help me just really find, discover my niche, kind of look into myself and see what is it that I really want to do? What is it that I'm passionate about? Uh, a lot of us also probably know IO is this huge field, kind of unknown to the general population. And so we have to capitalize on that, right? We have to be the ones to um, communicate that to the field. And being in the IO realm, I've kind of come up with a saying where you don't find your way, you create your way. Because you really yes. have to, when it comes to social work, Every field needs I O, but especially social work, and nobody really knows about it in there. So we just have to be the ones to contribute to that. So opportunity, transformation, community, belonging—I mean, all of those words—that's uh, well, how I would describe CBOC. Uh,
2: well, thank you very much. But uh, let me ask you. Let me let me take you back because for a lot of grad students, and it doesn't matter what the program is, you kind of feel abandoned once you get out of the program. It's like thanks for your money. <laughs> now that we've gotten all the money out of you, just go away. Uh, and they don't, you know, there's, there's no safety net afterwards. Uh, so what was it like to make that discovery that, wait a minute, here is a safety net and here's where my career can grow. Can you talk a little bit more about that?
8: Yeah. And like I mentioned, it was overwhelming in the most positive way because reading the website, it's like, is this real you know, sometimes you read things and it's like you have this picture in your head. And then when it comes to fruition, it doesn't really match that. Seabach over uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It went above and beyond my expectations. So, you know, having like even Lee doing his IO pop up networking events, those are, it's, I just, I can't even imagine. Uh, similar to what Maria had said, my LinkedIn has grown significantly. I have, due to personal reasons, I haven't been posting as much lately, but. I still get notifications. You're being these many people followed you. You appeared in this many searches. And so I'm probably going off topic of your question, Tom, but even just learning about how to tailor my resume to to meet the the demands of the workforce, that, you know, when it comes to social work, it's you can't really IO social work. You don't see where the lineup is. But I've learned how to do that through some of those, you know, the Pathfinder meetups. And yeah, so I don't know.
2: Both Hopefully great. I answered your question. <laughs> you did. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Rich, let's go over to you.
9: Hey everyone. Um, you're you're in the okay? dark. <laughs> I can hear you. I'm in fine. the dark. <laughs> I happen to be in what would be, I guess, beautiful downtown Rosemont, uh, Illinois, <laughs> going <laughs> <laughs> to a convention with the family. So if you've heard if you see me bounce around, you've got the real like Chicago suburban expressway experience. So <laughs> But so, uh, yeah, so
2: uh, go ahead, Tom. Sorry. So I was just going to ask because you know I'm I'm assuming that you know you, you, you we've talked a few times, but I don't know much about you before you landed on Seabox. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
9: Okay, sure. Yeah, so uh, I uh, I started out wanting to be an artist and uh, and specifically a cartoonist and an animator. So I went to like the school that you don't go to for that, which is U Chicago. <laughs> they didn't really have an art program there. <laughs> so that's where I started. And I got my first taste of you know, the, the selection process when, uh, when I tried working for a printer and they said, hey, you need to go back to school. <laughs> so, so I went to and, and so graphic design and that began a, a career in marketing. So I've been in marketing since uh, 2001. And um, I actually broke off after I got my MBA from Capella. All those people out there. Yeah. And after, after getting my MBA, I started a business. And that's really where I had my first taste of HR because I had to hire and fire and train and everything else a staff, you know. And I loved what I was doing with that. But then the recession hit. So um, I started doing consulting after that. And so I was a consultant for a number of years until through networking, I started getting into uh, marketing direction again. And I've been doing marketing direction and consulting for a very long time uh, now for what, 15 years or so? But in 2019, I, you know, after having, having a number of jobs, I went through some career counseling. And it was through the career counseling that I that I found that I.O. was something that first of all existed. And second of all, made sense. Right. And so I I, I did some networking. I talked to some IOs. It it made a lot of sense to do so. And so I, I joined Purdue, Purdue Global. It was one of my professors there, and I cannot remember who it was, but one of my professors said, Hey, you should try. Siup, and you should try CBOC and then you should try Sherm. You know, so yeah, I joined all three, and by far, CBOC has been the most engaging organization that I've been in, bar none. You know, I also I'm also I uh, serve on some committees for the uh, IMC USA, which is a consulting the institute of management consultants. But CBOC has had more opportunity to contribute to. Helping others, you know. Everybody here probably knows the I.O. psychologist Adam Grant. If you if you haven't, look him up. Uh, he wrote a book on uh, giving, right? Mm-hmm. Seabock embodies giving. It's that whole giving mentality, and that is it, it's just exponential. Everybody that I've met who has been a part of this, whether they're actually you know in the organiz a a leader in the organization or they're just a member. They're givers. They just they're they're just naturally inclined to do that. And subsequently, people are finding success through that, right? So they're helping others through through the success. And you know, in all the struggles that I've had in my career, it's always been through somebody else's help that I've gotten through them. Right. So it's always what people help people. I'm just really, really happy that I found this group because it it's it's been for the last few months, it's really been those work for the cookie podcasts. Thanks a million times for for hosting those because those are those are excellent. The Pathfinder calls astounding. You know, I just had one, or uh, I had one with Jasmine recently that was just phenomenal. I just highly recommend contacting Jasmine. And then I I met with Brendan just the other day. That one was uh, fantastic too. We talked about OD and some of the work that he's doing, and you get this. Their experience, you know what they're doing, and and then they help to put it into context and in what you want to do and what you're doing, and it's 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 really been very valuable for me.
2: Well, thank you very much. It's great to hear all of that, and uh, enjoy the conference that you're attending.
9: <laughs> Thanks a million. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick on, uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, we're going to Fan Expo, so it's, it's like a lot of. I'm nice. seeing a lot of comic book characters
2: around here. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could be there, but I've got a lot of comic book characters right in front of me right now. So,
9: <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> a lot of superheroes, right?
2: Exactly. Uh, speaking of which, Lee, let's go to you. Because, um, you know, you know, I, you and I have known each other for a little bit now, and, and you kind of have really taken advantage <laughs> when it comes to, you know, exponentially. How many people know Lee Croson now? You know, <laughs> who who didn't know who you were? You know, a year ago, even. So, you want to talk a little bit about your journey,
10: man? Tom, you know, every time you introduce me, you make it harder and harder for me to follow it up. <laughs> I I am I, I guess I'm the man on the on the panel today because I, I am no longer a pathfinder. When I first, not just hit, for those who don't know me, I'll just give you a quick little you know re, Reader's Digest version of of how I got to where I am. So I finished my master's in 1996 and there was no community. There's nothing, you know, IO, you know, what's that? You know, I mean, my, my program focused more on HR. And uh, that was kind of where people from my program were going if they weren't going for a PhD and getting, uh, going into academia. So, you know, I moved down into the workforce and, you know, hello, anybody know what IO is? And she said, voice in the wilderness. And I ended up, uh, I went in the Navy, you know, definitely not doing IO there. Spent a couple of decades in the Navy and uh, I was like, yeah, I got this degree. Okay. What am I, you know, what do I do with it? I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Maybe I should have got a PhD, you know, all these things that go through your head. And then I retired, I guess a year and a half ago or so, and, and I met Destiny. And I met Destiny through LinkedIn. We had a Veterati call, which if you don't know, Veterati is a mentoring service for, for military and veterans and whatnot. So we had a call and we hit it off great. And she said, hey, we've got this panel coming up. You should come join this. So I went to my first work cookie. And she kind of, she she wasn't full disclosure there. She said, come join this panel. She didn't tell me it was a, it was a podcast. So I go and I I do this thing and I had a I had a blast. I mean I jumped in, I was just gonna listen and you know and, and uh, it's kinda like Nick. I ended up just pulled into the conversation and then I get tagged like a week later, hey, the latest podcast is out speaking in this episode, and I'm like, holy crap, you know, look, mom, I'm a podcaster. And so through that I got to, you know, I got to to know some people through through, you know, work cookie and whatever, you know, connected with some people. Wasn't 100% sold on Seabock at the time, you know, because I didn't know what I was doing with my life. You know, I was going through the military transition, and you know, that's anybody who's done that knows how much of a, a brain thing that is. And so finally I said, you know, the heck with it. I'm going to just jump in. We're going to do this. So I joined Pathfinder. Uh, I had my intake with Jeremy, and that was one of the most pivotal moments in my pro- professional career. I don't know if you know this, Jeremy, but it was. So you know, I've been you know, browsing for years. I went to school, and spent all this time, I got all this education, spent all this money, and I hadn't used it once. And I'm talking to Jeremy, and he's you know, stalking my LinkedIn at the same time, and he's like, "Dude, there's IO all through this thing." And he starts pointing to things that I had done in my just just in my LinkedIn thing that well, this is IO and this is IO and this is IO, and I was just like, "Wow." I guess I didn't waste my money on that degree. I've actually used it. Well, wow. and then I got to, you know, and then the the self-discovery is going through and figuring out that I have used it for the past 27 years. I have used it daily. And as I figured that out, you know, I posted yesterday and it was it was kind of tongue-in-cheek, but not really. I'm a CBOC expert because CBOC helped me figure out that I was an expert. Because as I met with the the, the CBOC experts. And we talked through and all these things that parts of my journey and what I was doing, whatever else. And then and then Jeremy and I had a conversation. And I said, you know, look, I'm really thinking about, you know, moving into the expert side. I really feel like that that's I, I, I've made that transition, I think. And, and he he and I talked about it. And he's like, well, what makes you think that? What do you want to do as an expert? You know, And we had this deep conversation about what that meant. And at the end of the conversation, we were both like, OK, so. I switched over to the the expert side of things, and, and it's and CBOC is is great. I mean, I know this is kind of a big commercial for Seabock in many ways, but it really is. I've made some great friends here. I've made some great contacts. The Pathfinders, you know, all of you Pathfinder members. I know all of you guys. I love you guys. The 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 Pathfinder meetup that uh, Nick's doing it now. I think Megan started it. Great, the momentum sessions where you can come in and go, Hey, look, here's what's going on. I need some, I need a little little kick in the shorts to keep going. Uh, What are your wins? What are your challenges? You know, all those things. And then the monthly, and the beautiful thing is you go to the about page and you look at the experts and you look at what they did and whatever else and you go, okay, I want to talk to that person. And that's who you set up your, your talk with. And it's great. And that kind of led off, you know, it's been mentioned earlier about, you know, the, the IO pop-up networking. Well, you know, Destiny was doing some networking and things and sometimes it didn't work out and whatever else. And she said, well, anybody willing to, you know, kind of, you know, host some of these? And I said, okay. okay. And uh, she kept poking me in the in the forehead until I did it. And the first couple of times, I mean, we had, I don't know, eight people or something, but we had a fantastic conversation. And then it grew and then we started putting it out there and on LinkedIn. And, you know, now we average, I don't know, somewhere 30, 40 plus people a week that come. And, yeah, you know, we schedule for three hours, but there have been people on to the wee hours of the morning because, you know, what? it's time for me to go to bed, I just like, you know, you guys keep talking, I'm going to bed. And they'll, and they'll what time did you guys get off? Oh, we were at four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, whew, sorry, guys, four o'clock comes once a day for me. <laughs> I'm not staying up that late. But through Lee, that, I, could, I, what's that, Rich? I
9: was going to say, if I could say one thing about that,
10: though. So. Yeah, jump I've in. I've been
9: to a I've been to a lot of Zoom meetings and a lot of uh you know association meetings and stuff like that before, right? And most people feel like they're burnt out, like they you know, ah, I get you know fatigued about it or whatever. You have people coming consistently every time, you keep them engaged the whole time. I mean, they 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 you've got regulars every week. It's 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 amazing, you know. I mean, it really a testament to, to your ability to lead that conversation because it really I, i've just seen people fall off like crazy you know and this just seems to be momentum's the, the, the key word of the day i guess but that momentum just keeps growing so good on you for that
10: i appreciate that rich yeah it's it's been fantastic i mean we we only get a couple of new people a week usually but we got a, a solid group that comes week after week and God forbid I don't post if we're having one because Jeannie will straight call me out. Are we having pop-up this week? She's done it to me, I don't know, how many times. Yes, yes, I've been busy. i put it out. If you're interested in coming, I attempt to, to invite everyone in my network with varying success because LinkedIn makes it difficult. But I usually put it out on Monday. It's either Wednesday or Thursday, depending on what my schedule is. Usually Thursday. So we'd love for you to come hang out with us. But yeah, this was a great group. I mean, it is, it is a great group. Uh, I was excited when I found out we were doing this, this event. Took PTO so I could be here and hang out with you guys. And I've had just, just this flood of new, new connections, and that's awesome. So I, I would say that for me, CBOC has been worth it, both on the, the Pathfinder and on the, the expert side. And you know, I hope you'll hang out with us because it's a good group of people.
2: Well, thank you very much for that, Lee. And we've got just a couple of minutes left. And I see a bunch of hands up. So, Nick, let's go to you.
10: Yeah, I, it's
3: been a fantastic conversation. And I don't think there's enough positive things to say about CBOC and the opportunities that Pathfinder does create. I will I will take a word of warning. It's, it's not all this sunshine and rainbows and hugs. The experts will push you. They will challenge your assumptions about your resume. They will challenge your assumptions about your LinkedIn. They will challenge your assumptions about the niche you think you want to go into. And that is ultimately a good thing. Friction is not a bad thing. It's how we sharpen and all of that. But you will get pushed. Lee is a prime example. Destiny shoved him right out of the nest and and look at where he landed. And just the other thing is that while the experts and everything like that are pushing you, they do see the whole person. I don't know how many calls or uh, work cookie broadcasts I've been on with my kids, who I frequently refer to as my sidekicks. And nobody bats an eye. It's where you are. It's what you're doing. And even with a few things that I was dealing with, Dr. Jeremy reached out the last year and said, "How can I help?" Well, this is going on for you. So it's it's fantastic. It is an investment, absolutely. Uh, as I said in the chat, the the Pathfinder Plus Pathfinder Pro is on par with LinkedIn Pro or Premium, and it's far and away uh, better use of your forty dollars a month than than LinkedIn is if you use it right because it does have so many specific resources and they'll actually teach you some of the workarounds on LinkedIn as well it's been fantastic to just draw knowledge and perspectives from everybody um, and people that I've only met through the screen I can look at you know Lee's little box or Jeannie's box and, and know what their reaction is based uh, based on what the conversation is so it's been fantastic any questions I'd be happy to answer them and I couldn't encourage you more and we will see the pathfinders on Friday morning afternoon, depending on where you're at. All
2: right. Thank you very much, Nick. Jeannie, do you?
6: Yeah, I uh, basically wanted to, uh, I guess, follow Nick there because, I mean, honestly, I think I don't even know what Des- Dr. Destiny or Dr. Army do for a living, like actually do with their I.O. because they are so focused on the I.O.s that they're meeting with. So, I mean, their their goal is to help us succeed. And I felt that every step of the way. So I just wanted to say that.
2: Thank you very much. And Carolyn, the last word goes to you.
11: I just have one quick question. Everything sure. that I've heard today has come across as, you know, we're there to help, we're there to help. But then the key word that bugs all of us as students because we have no money is cost. So I was sitting here listening to everybody talk. And I just want to know if my assessment is accurate. But what I'm hearing is, you know, as an IO student, my school offers specialties in like consulting and coaching and in all these different areas. What I'm hearing is in those classes is how much do you charge as a coach? Da, 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 right. And I'm like, okay, that's like, wow, we can do something with this degree. But at the same time, I'm listening to this going for the cost of membership, which I've kind of looked at and kind of debating where do I, when do I jump in? If I do, it sounds like you're getting coaching and consulting and counseling and all those other pieces, kind of indirectly through these 30-minute sessions, which you would normally be paying who knows what to get an executive coach. So that's my first question. Is that a fair assessment? And then my second question is, as a student, you know, who may not be able to take all of the opportunities because you're beginning a dissertation and there's only so many hours in a day and you don't want to pay the school for another eight quarters to finish it, (laughs) when is the right time or is there a right time or a best time to do that, for example, if you can only do once a month coaching things and you have a high priority with a project and you can't do it, could that be pushed to the next month? That type of thing. Just a little bit of feedback on that, just to kind of tie together what was asked, because from a student perspective, that's how I'm perceiving this.
1: That's good. good. And I, Tom, I know we're out of time, but this right. garners a, a
2: yeah. response. Yeah, let's, let's go a few minutes.
1: Yeah, and, and that's a good question. So back to so they're 40 minutes. So the monthly calls are 40 minutes. 40 minute sessions for the monthly calls. And yeah, we're more than happy to like if you say, hey, I can't take my call this month and you send us a message, we'll just say take two next month or take, you know, you can, you can really do it how you want. We've had times, I mean, we've had times, and some of you might be here where there's been like a, a disconnect, like with a Zoom meeting and like a link on the back end, and the calls haven't happened. And we'll even send message saying, sorry, the frustration, feel free to take an extra call next month and this one, just as a sorry for your inconvenience. So like, we're we're really good about that. And as far as what the calls are, it's noting that they're only 40 minutes a month. You know, I always say, just try to keep on track with them because it's not just about what the immediate needs are. It's about momentum and it's about keeping pace and staying up to with what's going to happen next. Because we have everything from, like Tom with speech and presentation and presenting yourself. And we have Cynthia Lieberman with branding. And then we have how to become a consultant, like people for how to become a, it's just so with, with all of the experts, there's so much that you can do. And some people I've had people that schedule monthly calls with me and they say, I don't, I just wanted to take my call. I don't have any direction or anything that I necessarily want to talk about, but I can tell you at the end of those conversations it it's it's just as good or better than if they had something they specifically wanted to talk about so we're more than happy to adjust with can i take my calls later and yada 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 it's just as very simple and we're really responsive just let us know uh did that answer was that your main did i answer everything
11: I, th- I think you did I think one of it was kind of a plug on the cost aspect i you know from what I looked at, it seems pretty fair, considering what you're getting from it and what everybody's saying and and when you explained a little bit of what those meetings are, it did kind of collaborate with some of that um
12: you know for us so, or at least for me, so thank you yeah Jeremy, be- can I take you back on what you said if that's all right, please go ahead good morning, everyone. so Carolyn and everyone, so I'm one of the Pathfinder mentors, and yes, we do offer private coaching so for myself. I offer academic coaching. Um, I offer resume building services for federal and for private. And you'll find that other coaches do the same. But normally as consultants, we might offer a free consultation. So usually that's like less than 30 minutes. Most, I will say, don't charge for that. So if you're able to you know, ask any general questions for 20 to 30 minutes, you you'll be able to get something right? Something of value that will, you can at least walk away with, or you can say, actually, this is a valuable investment. Where the Pathfinder program comes in is that now you may not get the hour, you may not get the hour and a half, but you get a 40, is it 40 minutes? I'm sorry, Jer- um, Jeremy, I forget.
1: Yeah, it's, you, it's 40 and, minutes, correct.
12: Yeah. So you may get 40 minutes. I will tell you that I've had some sessions that went two hours and that was something I was willing to give as part of my time as a Pathfinder coach. This is not me voluntolding any of the other Pathfinder coaches. So don't automatically assume you get that from any of the others, but you know that you will find value in those 40 minutes. Some of us, I've had some who have scheduled recurring you know, one or two or three with me so that they can continue getting whatever insight and so on and so forth. I think when we're having to do work on the back and that will incur an additional cost, which I would say is fair, um, but again, you do get enough value. So if there is, you know, if you find that working with Jeremy and doing brainstorming or whatever the case may be is supportive for your career growth, for academic growth, you know, schedule more, you know, schedule recurring sessions over the months, right? Before you go and consider another coach. I think the nice thing is, as Dr. Destiny and Dr. Jeremy said, they will recommend you to other coaches, other experts that you can get a little bit of a feel for so you can say, OK, next month, you know, I, there's a little bit more that I want to know. There's a little bit more that I want to do. I know for myself, um, I have helped students in, you know, building their proposal, bouncing ideas, reframing their research topic. Course, I'm not in the background writing the resume and doing the resume for myself. However, I'm still talking them through different ways they can map out their skills, they can present their accomplishments and so on and so forth. So I hope that was that clarified the value you get in that 40 minutes versus, you know, the benefit of saying, I'm gonna pay a little bit of uh, a little bit extra for a private coaching session off the, the thing. I don't, I don't know if that was helpful.
11: It 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 was Dr. Nelson. And like I said, Sorry, it, was just, it was just kind of the running together with all the thoughts as I'm, you know, we're all big in ROI and, and that type of thing. And everything I'm seeing so far is aligning perfectly. Um, now I just have to make the budget align and then we should be good to go. But I thank everyone for everything and Jeremy for the extra time on this question.
1: Sure. And I'm gonna add to I'm gonna be brief, Tom. Sorry, I know we need we so we got people that are popping in for our our, our next session, which is uh, public speaking confidence. But but real quick on on those every member does get no, no matter what you sign up for which level you do get a uh, an initial Pathfinder roadmap call uh, so every member does get that depending on even if you don't what you, what Doctor Julia is talking about also is so yes you get the monthly call but there's also a, a button like so there's a Pathfinder portal and there's a little block where you can say schedule an exploratory call because all of our all of our experts also have side packages that they do. Tom's got some wonderful packages where he works with people one-on-one on on finding their voice, et cetera, et cetera. But they do have side packages and you can do a 30-minute discovery call. And then basically you take it offline from CBOC and work with that that person directly. So I think that's what Juliet was referring to. So we'll get some last thoughts from Jeannie and then we're going to stop record and then pop right into the next session. I just
6: wanted to expand a little bit too. I did do per, uh, personal coaching and I, I did a lot of things before I found Seabock and I will absolutely agree that what you get from Seabock is above and beyond any personal coaching. And uh, But if there is a certain thing that you want coaching on, I'm not knocking coaching at all. I think coaching is great, but I did find for personal experience, I found more from Seabock than I did from personal coaching. So there's that.
1: Thanks for that, Jeannie. And right now we'll stop recording so we can start and hit right the next session right away.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Work Cookie, a CBOC podcast. Don't forget to sign up at seabock.com. that's S-E-B-O-C dot com, to engage with our community, gain a sense of belonging, access our other media, and get rapid advice from experts. Would it be a bad idea to make your most challenging workplace problems go away? At seabock.com.